What is up, y'all? I'm your host, Liana, and you are listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, where each week, me and the occasional guest will have some authentic conversations about a variety of life topics, so we got a little bit of something for everybody here. Thank you so much for supporting me and tuning in, and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Butterfly Effect Podcast. Let me just start by saying, y'all are some messy, messy people. And I'm not mad. I'm really happy. I was thrilled to see the numbers go up. But y'all are messy. Messy, messy, messy. But I don't blame you. Because you want to know what if roles were reversed, I would be doing the same thing. Because I love to be in people's business. So you want to know what? I'll share it. I'll continue to share my business if that means y'all are going to listen to this podcast. I I have no shame. Just kidding. But um, I'm glad that it was something that you guys related to. So obviously you're coming back for episode two. But before we get into this week's episode, please please, please, if you are listening from Spotify, please make sure you are subscribed. I'm still seeing so many people coming to my podcast, listening to the episodes, but they're not subscribed. So please make sure you subscribe. And if you have the time, please rate the podcast. Again, that really helped with my visibility, which will allow me to get in front of different audience and hopefully get on a chart, get on top of a chart one day. That's my goal. But it really, really would mean a lot to me and would help me out. So I would love you forever if you could do that. I have created a podcast Instagram page. So if you haven't checked it out already and you hadn't followed it, please do that if you would like. Um, It is B, the letter B, Fly Effect Podcast. That is the full thing. Just B Fly Effect Podcast. Okay, last line of housekeeping. I wanted to take this time and thank everybody for being so encouraging and supporting me with all these episodes so far and the people who have taken the time to provide feedback and give me constructive criticism. And there really was a common theme and everyone was saying that I need to get on video in order to grow. So I am taking your advice and I am happy to announce that I have created a YouTube channel for the Butterfly Effect podcast and I will put that in the description box below. This episode will be available on YouTube. It will not have live video, but it will be available on YouTube. Future videos moving forward. I am planning to have video so you can watch us on YouTube while we talk, if that is your thing and you prefer that over Spotify. Um, I'm really excited to launch that. I'm excited to be doing some vlogs because my vision is to also start doing vlogs that are documenting like the real life struggle of trying to get this podcast and what all goes into it on top of just my daily life of living in my late 20s. And so it's just another way to document my growth. So if that is your thing, I would love for you to subscribe to that channel. Okay. Okay, enough with all the boring stuff. So let's get into this week's episode. If you remember, last week we left off where the news broke about the track program being cut and Isaiah made the decision that he was going to transfer to Mankato. Um, This week we get into what led up to our breakup, the breakup, and the post-breakup and the roller coaster ride to where we are today. Little spoiler alert, one of us gets a little emo, but I'm not going to tell you who. All I will say is in the wise words of Miss Cardi B. I'm a sensitive ass Um, This was, this was super hard. Man. <laughs> this is a really, this is gonna be hard for me to talk about. I'm sure it'll be hard for you. But um, what do you remember about 
that day that you found out how you told me paint the scene from what you remember <laughs> um well first of all i remember the um announcement and i was like this can't be happening like this is this there's no way this is real because we were we had just like finished super well at conference and we were yeah we all oh came my back God. to campus like on like this rush and like yep. and like i said sophomore year i had like really bought in to st cloud and like my experience there and like life was just going really well i had your brother had transferred or started going yeah, to school Elijah there right Elijah was there. he was yeah he was there at I, that point yeah had, that was my redshirt freshman year and i was getting playing time so like i was like damn i'm already playing like as a redshirt freshman in football yeah track's going really well yep. like my brother's here i've made good friends mm -hmm. i have a great girlfriend like life is finally going okay and then that happened and i was like no way i was like this cannot be real and yeah obviously there's a lot of tears um and there's a lot of thinking to do i remember that when i went back home for i don't think i told you this yet because i wanted to talk to you in person but when i went back home to train it's just i think it would have been over spring break i guess um and i was training and I remember my first training session, obviously, was at my high school, because that's where I trained at when I went back home. And I was just like, there's no way I can give this up. Like, I can't stay in St. Cloud and just play football. Like, the whole, like, this has only been a year and a half from when, you know, I made my decision to go to college. And out of all the schools that were recruiting me, like, a lot of the bigger ones were saying, like, you had to pick one or the other. And the whole reason why I didn't go to a bigger school, the whole reason why I was choosing the schools that I was looking at was because... I knew that I wanted to do both. And so, mm -hmm. I like I said, I stepped into the track. I was working out, and I was like, there's no way. I have to transfer. And I was, like, super scared to come back because I was like, I don't know where this is going to put us. Like, we still had school left. You know what I mean? So I was like, I don't know. Like, is our relationship going to be awkward even before I leave? Like, what's, what's going to happen? And um, <laughs> I remember that was, like, one of the hardest conversations I ever had in my life. Um, but I would say, obviously, it was emotional. But I think, honestly, you took it better than I thought you were going to. I'm going to be honest. Um, Externally. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, definitely. And I would say vice versa. Like, I, I think that I did okay in the moment that I was, like, definitely afraid to, you know, talk about. Um, but it was just all so, like, unknown. You know what I mean? Like yeah what oh what do you say what are we gonna do how are we gonna figure it out like obviously you know you try to be positive we weren't just gonna be like okay well i guess we're done like see like we were too far for that like it wasn't oh yeah had this happened you know freshman year at first semester then maybe it's a different conversation but we had you know built everything that we were just doing and so literally the whole time i'm just like i don't know how this shit is gonna go and i'm talking about like just the conversation itself as well as how this is going to play out for the rest of the year what is that summer going to look like what's it going to look like when i get there and like selfishly i'm like shit pack your bags and come with me you know what i mean but like that's not how that shit yeah. is if you had your own roots there and it's like like i said it's not that simple um and i just remember after the conversation, I thought I was going to have, like, this big, like, sense of relief. Like, okay, it's off my shoulders. Like, okay, that's over with. Like, let's 
go back to how things were kind of thing but it just like didn't and not even like in a romantic sense but just like mental capacity emotional capacity like stress anxiety like it was just like so much happening to try to balance you know obviously track was like sports were always my priority i I mean school was as well but trying to you know compete at a high level stand top of my grades have a healthy relationship with you and try to figure out like where am i going to transfer then i decided where okay i need to you know put all the pieces together where am i going to live i gotta figure out my classes i have to do all this stuff and it's like all this stuff's happening and it's like how do we make sure that we're okay while i'm trying to do all those things you know what i mean yeah yeah it was not fun (laughs) it was a lot um yeah so my perspective so i remember we were sleeping over at your apartment we were having a slumby and we woke up i knew <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. No, we weren't. We met in the morning. Um, he, I knew you had this meeting because I knew you talked about it. Early. I think it was like a Wednesday. Yeah, like I remember this because this, like, yeah, we got the text like that night. Yeah, the, or the night before. Yeah, uh, you got that text. You guys had an all athlete meeting, and I was low key fucking salty because I was like, Chia doesn't get invited to shit. I was like, Why are we like okay, athletes? We're not athletes. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so I was like, Whatever. Have fun at your little meeting. <laughs> So we were walking to campus together. You went to your meeting. It was in um, that, that it doesn't matter. It was in the auditorium. Yeah. All the athletes went there. And I remember I had class or something mm-hmm. and um, we normally text. This meeting was taking way longer than like I had anticipated. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Didn't think anything of it. And then I get the text. I'm like, finally, you text me. And it was like, we need to talk. It was on campus when you broke the news to me. Yeah. It was in Atwood, yeah, I, I, in the I basement by those like, yeah. Right outside oh of that, God. I don't know what that was, like a... Conference yeah. area. There's like a whole conference going on as my life is changing. I'm getting this crazy news. <laughs> and I'm like here bawling my eyes out. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I remember just being in shock. You told me they're cutting the, the track program um, along with other sports. And I, I don't know... I don't know if at this point you said you had to transfer, like, but transfer, the idea of transferring got brought up. And I just remember, I, I think I was just frozen. Like, I didn't even know, like what to say, what to process. Like you were still processing it. You were like, I could tell you were going through it. Your program's getting cut, but I'm in my back of my mind. I'm like, that's fine. You have football. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot idea. of people probably thought that way. But that's what I was yeah. saying. Cause, and then also selfishly, like that was our connection too. Like that's something that we didn't, obviously we weren't on the football team together, but like that was something that we kind of shared together. Like, you know, and yeah. um, so I was like, it's fine. Like, well, you'll just be really good at football now. Like, and like a little bit in my head, I thought that, but I could tell like, this was really, really, this was not good. Like I could tell you were really going through it and I wanted to be there for you because obviously like ahead of anything, my own feelings, I never wanted you to make a decision because of me. And I knew that right away, but I also was sad because of that, because I also knew that probably meant that you weren't going to stay like, cause selfishly you had to, like we were so young and I knew how much track meant to you. And I knew how much is like, playing sports and competing at that level, you were good at it. Like I understood, but I, and I couldn't be that person um, to even ask you to, to say, I don't think I ever did. Did I, no, I don't, no. I don't know. I don't think I ever asked you. I, I just wanted to be supportive of you. Cause in my head, that wasn't, that wasn't going to cause us to break up. I was like, and then my second thought was, how are we going to make long distance work? Like mm-hmm. we already have our issues that we're trying to figure out. I'm like, 
long distance is not going to work. Like you said, I had my, I was a captain. I had multiple positions on campus. I was building a name for myself in St. Cloud. I, I could not be that girl that just threw everything away for her boyfriend. And I just, I didn't want to be that person. Like you meant so much to me. So I would have at the same time. And so obviously that will come out later. So, and I thought, I thought like, how can I support you? right now when this is like the worst news ever (laughs) like obviously not ever but it was like really bad news and I just wanted to be there for you and I just I didn't know how because you didn't know how you didn't you were processing it too so I just remember it being like a really really tough time and then like after that immediate you telling me like at the weeks after that like kind of how you said I don't know at what point we went home like I don't know the timeline of that but I just remember your focus did shift like straight to figuring out your future which makes sense like it had to Mm -hmm. but like you all your focus was on that it was a track like enjoying the rest of the track season that you had left and like I know all your focus was on that and I just was like I don't know what my role is here first remember my focus was on trying to get the track team back I tried like a motherfucker to get that team to come back but yeah no I know that's what I was saying the focus was on that yeah that was part of like honestly it made it harder because I was optimistic. You know, I had wishful thinking where I was like, I'm about to, I literally remember sitting in my apartment and looking at my roommates and saying like, I'm about to bring this team back and just picking up my phone. And that's when I made the Facebook page and I just like started the whole little campaign or whatever. But I was like, I, I genuinely yeah. believed that I was going to get the team to come back. Cause so I was like, I don't want to, I, did too. Like, I don't want to transfer and I don't want to leave you as well. You know what I mean? Like in terms mm-hmm. of like, like physically leave you. Um, and so I was like, I'm about to bring this team back. Like I'm, that's what, that's what's going to happen. So then when it didn't happen, it was like, I went through it all over again. And it was just again, so, yeah. so fucking hard. Yeah. I remember, I remember that, like, it was like a couple of days. It wasn't even that long, but it felt like you were trying, like you were so invested trying to get this back. You had meetings set up. We had fundraisers going. Like, I just remember, I also was so optimistic. I was like, he's going to do it. Like if anyone can do it, it's going to be him. Like I seriously, like I believed it. I was like, no, this team is getting brought back. Like I had full faith in you that you were going to bring that team back. And like, it was out of your control. There was nothing you could have said or done on yeah. um, like it, it's it was messed up it was super messed up what happened um and I feel so bad for everybody else that was affected by it too but um obviously I'm being selfish and talking about my perspective of it. um but yeah I was I agree it was like another hit once it was like nope this is set in stone um and then you had to figure out where you're going and I like it was a process you didn't know it, it could have been out of Minnesota we had no idea at first and then you did decide on Mankato because you could play football and run track there and I was like ew Mankato it's our rival <laughs> but I was like but at least it's in Minnesota like it was still like three hours two and a half hours a drive but I'm like that's doable okay that's not that far we can make that work um I'm not transferring there don't ask <laughs> like, I was like that's not happening we did actually break up once before the year ended if you remember that before summer we did break up we had like and we had Spanish class yeah. together so that was awkward and we sat right next to each other <laughs> <laughs> um but like and then <laughs> it was like one of those mini breakups and then we got back together right away yeah. we had a really good streak for a while like we weren't really fighting and then you like kind of moved in with me for that summer because your lease was up and then obviously you weren't going to sign another one um so we spent a lot of time together and that was really good for us I think but it made it harder when you left yeah. obviously because 
we were living together and I got even more attached to you and I knew what we were up against. So you moved and I remember I moved you in, like I went toward Mankato with you and I loved it. Like I seriously, Mankato is a beautiful campus. It's so much better than St. Cloud and that, I hate to even say that now I'm grossed out, but like St. Cloud is shit. Like it's so ugly. <laughs> I refuse to claim I'm an alumni. <laughs> and they still use my face for marketing. I'm like, stop doing that. I don't want to be associated with you. But um, <laughs> no, Mankato is so pretty. Like I felt like I could actually have pride going to Mankato. Like I wouldn't be embarrassed to say I went to Mankato you and I just not, felt like I always felt embarrassed. Proud. <laughs> no, I, who's a husky? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so like I started to see myself there and I was like, well, if I have you, like that's really all I need. And like, so I kind of was, I was set on it. Like I told you, I was like, I think I'm going to transfer. I remember we were walking on campus and I just saw your face. You got so happy. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do. And I really meant it. Like I really meant it in that moment. I told my parents, my mom was on board. Like my dad was like, eh. like, I don't know how my dad really felt about that, but I don't think he was probably too happy. I was literally a student at Mankato. I was enrolled in classes. Like I tried out for the cheer team. I was on the team. Like I was- you signed the lease. I never oh, signed the lease. And I my bad. So no, I felt bad about that because I was like, I really screwed you over on top of the breakup. Like yeah. I really that one sat with me for a while. It was a blessing um, in disguise, Will Kilo. Why you say that? So obviously at first I was like, what the fuck? This is gonna suck. And I didn't want to live by myself. I still had, you know, obviously a year left of school and I had already told my roommates that I transferred from St. Cloud with. It was a house of five of us. And I already told them like hey Hey, I'm transferring here, like I'm out. Y'all gonna have to find another roommate. And so that's exactly <laughs> what they did. And then when all that happened, I was like, oh shit, I don't have roommates and I'm not trying to live here by myself and pay all this money. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously, thankfully, we did it, you know, enough in advance to where the apartment mm-hmm. complex was, hey, don't worry about it. Like, we'll be able to fill this. Like, we're not gonna make you pay anything oh, you God. out of it, which obviously I got super lucky with. And then the reason why I say it was a blessing in disguise is because I lived with three track transfers that came in and it was like so dope. They're like the coolest people I ever met. We have like a great friendship still to this day. And it was like, just like, it was a lot of fun. And like that year in that house is hands down, like my favorite memories from probably like, obviously aside from our relationship, like college in general, like they were super dope dudes and they were hilarious. And like, it was just it was a blessing this guy's for sure well i mean that's one good thing out of that um but yeah i remember like that was that was a really that was tough um because then i remember we were still having our problems because we were long distance we couldn't communicate and i was like i cannot up and change my life for this relationship when i it's not settled it's not secure right now like it was just not healthy and I had so much going on for me at St. Cloud. Like I just could not, I could not see myself doing, going through with it. And so we, I remember, (laughs) I remember the day we broke up. Um, It was at the end of junior year. Um, It was like, it was a process. It was like a week long process. And it was at the end of junior year. I went out. I remember we were fighting so bad and I knew, yeah, this is not okay. I was like, I've, this is not healthy. This is not okay. Like something has to change. I remember I went home because it was the end of the year and then we, we broke up. Mm-hmm. You broke up with me and then we got back together and then 30, I broke and then up with 30 you. seconds later and then 30 seconds later and then 30 seconds. Later. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a process. It was a very long process. 
and it was painful but then eventually like we came to the decision that like it's it's we're we're not able to fix it right now i really remember and... that phone conversation like i remember where i was i remember like hanging up the phone and just like standing there for a second and it's like calling my parents and having that conversation and then hanging up the phone and just standing there for a second i'm like you called your parents right after literally like the second that i knew it was like okay this is like for real immediately and like it was that conversation was harder than i thought it was going to be like that's that's the, the impact that you had on my family like my parents went through a breakup like like dead ass they were like oh yeah and i could feel like over the phone like obviously i'm their son you know what i mean like but they were probably a little you know shocked because i didn't really share much because i mean shit i didn't always share shit with you like i was so quiet i, mean, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't like to talk about stuff that's going on so like they were in the dark about it like a lot of stuff like every now and then like when i was really in the situation every now and then i would call them usually it was my dad to get like a man's perspective but then like every now and then mm-hmm. it was like, okay like I, I need my mom's advice so like i would say i probably called them maybe a total of three times for like advice reasons to like vent in our entire relationship which i think is oh, probably wow. pretty uncommon for most people especially that young so like for them i think that it was like really kind of like whoa what do you mean okay that makes sense yeah. okay and i remember that conversation was hard too and then just hanging up the phone and i was just kind of like okay now like what do i do now and it was just like it was just crazy i don't even know how to put it in words yeah that breakup like ooh, i've never oh. been through one like like that why not dated like seriously very much but like that breakup really that one that one got me that one got me because i remember where i was too i remember i had i was at home i had no room there like i had no privacy you know you know (laughs) so i went out to my car and we were in the car having that conversation and then i remember walking in and like like i think that was it like that was actually it this time and i just remember i couldn't like everything would trigger me everything would trigger me and i would just start crying like it was like one of those breakups like i'm pretty good at finding like the silver lining and things but like i couldn't find it in the situation it like took me forever it was so hard because like you were my best friend like I told you knew everything we've been through so much like we grew so close even if it wasn't always healthy like you were my person breakups are hard because it's not just like you're losing a boyfriend you're losing like a partner in life and it was just like so 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 hard and you lose your future too like the future you thought you were gonna have Mm -hmm. yeah and that hurt me so much too and I love like, I still love your family. Um, oh, they love you too. Don't you worry. They love you lots. They love you lots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your family was really, or it still is, special. So that was hard. Yeah. But yeah, so then that breakup happened. And then what do you remember about the initial post-breakup? Like, that was, those were some battlegrounds too. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That shit was not fun. That... I would never go back to those days. <laughs> That summer was uh that summer was interesting for sure, especially because you know what's actually crazy? It's non related. That summer is the first summer that I ever drank. Yeah. And so that kind of after nationals. Yeah, that kind of and I was like, What? <laughs> that kind of played a role, I think, in how the summer went because you know, everyone knew me or I shouldn't say everyone, but like everyone that I was close with knew me as like the guy that didn't drink and then my teammates after nationals were getting all American were like, Dude, you have to drink. Like you have to. You don't have to drink during your senior season, but like this summer, like you're drinking. And especially because that was also, it. I mean, May isn't the summer, but that's when I turned 21 that spring. 
Um, so they're like, and you're of age? Because I was like, you know, I was not trying to do the whole fake thing or like getting caught. Like that, that's who I was. And so they were like, you're you're drinking. And, you know, my little brother with the, the park animal he was, he was like, dude, yeah. I've been waiting for this these this whole time. Yeah, like, <laughs> we go to school together. I've been wanting to party with you. And so like, they're like, oh, okay, yeah. we're, you're drinking. And so, you know, we, we went out at Nationals and then I came back t- to Mankato and everyone was like, what the hell? Like, you drink? Oh, we got to see what this is about. <laughs> so then we went out again. And then I remember yeah. like, everyone from St. Cloud, like Carvel and all of them were like, bro, yeah. you drink? That was breaking news. <laughs> like, that was breaking news. <laughs> they, were like, they were like, you drink? You're about to pull up. Like, you have to come out to St. Cloud. <laughs> I was like, I don't yep. know about that one. But, I mean, those were my boys. You know what I mean? So, sure enough, I went out to St. Cloud. And I knew I was going to see you. And honestly, wasn't sure how that was going to go. And I think that that weekend kind of like I don't know it definitely brought up a lot of old feelings I mean they weren't even I guess considered old because we had literally just broke up like what mm-hmm. a month and a half ago two months ago maybe um yeah. and so it was just like very raw very um uncharted territory and it's just like how do you act how, what do you do what do you say and like from then on it was just like it almost felt like it was getting harder and yeah like you said it was it was one of those breakups. That was a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, same thing. I, I remember when I found out you drank, I, my initial was like, what the f-? That was my initial thought, was what the f-? All the times we'd fight about drinking, are you f- kidding me? <laughs> and then I was like, good. Honestly, I was like, good. Like, he, uh, he experienced it, whatever. Like, I didn't beat me up too much. Mm-hmm. But then when you got a bar, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this guy is joking right this is a joke i'm being pranked um but obviously i'm really proud of you now like we're past that but that was that was a shock to the system i was like please make it make sense because i was like did the last three years of my life not happen i'm confused (laughs) Um, yeah but i then i do remember that i remember you coming back to saint cloud i remember um like your friends being like do you want to talk to her like are you sure you want to (laughs) I mean it had to happen it was going to happen that's part of the breakup but yeah that was not fun like it was it made things even more complicated because in my head I'm like are we going to get back together like but we're not going to go through that again like it was a lot it was a lot um and then we were just on and like not on and off we never dated again but like we were on and off with talking and like I genuinely still held hope for like there maybe was a chance that we could work it out um I felt like we both there was different times when we would reach out to each other and like it was it was I would say for the most part 50 50 with the reaching out um in the beginning maybe me I don't even know I feel like I did it more but obviously it's because it's my perspective Mm -hmm. and like but what do you think um I I would say it was definitely 50 50 internally like I told myself, because again, I'm stubborn. I don't like to talk about emotions. I don't like to communicate feelings. Like, so there was times where, I mean, obviously you don't know this, but like there was times where it's like, I want to text her, I should text her, or I want to know what's like going on in her life. Even if it's not like necessarily as like a reaching out in terms of hope, but just kind of like, you know, that was, like you said, we were together for how long we were each other's person is like, I would do anything just to know like what is what does life look like for her now and exactly there was a lot of times where i was like no dude you can't 
like you can't like don't do it don't do it and so i would say that you probably did reach out a little bit more but it was probably just because my hard-headed ass wasn't allowing myself to to do it every single time or i'm not saying you did but that's some of the times where i had like thought of doing it yeah and i remember in like the beginning like you're single so it's just like overthinking everything so all those issues that we had while we dated now we still had them but like now we had no reason to have them <laughs> how it felt so like you we had no right to care but like i constantly like was overthinking every last thing because like i said i still had hope i don't know i didn't i didn't want it to actually be the end because like I was literally so heartbroken. I was just like, I would do anything to like not have that pain anymore. So I'd always like, I'd find reasons to reach out or like, I would go just even just go look at your social media, which was so stupid to do because then I just created my own stories in my head about different things. But that actually does bring me to my point. Just no, just unfollowing me on like, we could, we, we unfollowed each other on social media, like immediately. And why, why was that important for you? Cause some people don't, some people don't need to. Shout out to them. Um, well it's for two reasons one one is for my for my own self like to keep myself sane it's like it's not out of sight out of mind because like you like we just talked about like you're thinking about this you're wanting to do this you're wanting to do that but like it's like a mechanism or like a system to put in place so you're not doing it so frequently or doing things that you're going to regret or like it's just like, okay, if I can at least like limit the amount of times I'm exposed to something, it can really help me either distract myself or not do something stupid or whatever. The other reason being is I'm petty. <laughs> like I, I just am. Like I'm a petty ass person at times. Um, and so it was kind of like, <laughs> watch out. But the thing is, I know that, you know what I mean? And yeah, it, it. It, that's good. <laughs> it's like, it wasn't like, a petty a petty like oh we're broken up like now i'm kicking you out of my life forever as like a punishment to you because like that quote-unquote self-righteous or whatever you want to call it so it wasn't like that petty that type of petty but it was more like a all right bet like this is what it is now like all right cool i'm about to go delete everything i'm about to unfollow you and that's just that Mm -hmm. and you like try to like almost i don't want to say anger but you like create like emotions to try to like it's like a defense mechanism you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. instead of being sad i'm gonna just be upset or mad or whatever however you want to put it and it's not healthy but way easier in my opinion yeah, being way mad is easy. way easier than being sad and dealing with your yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Way easier. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, when you unfollowed me, I was like, I'm unfollowing him then. And you want to be petty? I was like, I'm going to follow you and I'll delete all my pictures. <laughs> I know. You did that first. And then I was like, okay. I did do that yeah. first. We're not going to talk about why I did that, that first, was, but I did that, do was, that first. That was the pettiness out of me where it's like, oh, it's like that? And then I deleted everything. And then once I deleted everything, then I was like, damn. It yeah. sunk in where I was like, damn, this is what it is now. And it, it just, that right there that hurt me not that you deleted it because i don't blame you or like don't necessarily think that wouldn't have eventually happened maybe but just like having to go in and delete my own it was just kind of like damn do i really want to do this and then i did and i was just like fuck that's like a huge part of my like coming to age and like adulthood and Mm -hmm. it was just like weird to quote unquote erase it like obviously you know the memories are still there and everything but that's like right it was just it was just crazy the proof of it yeah 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 
yeah that was hard but like initially I wouldn't have done I wasn't planning on doing it but I just remember I got so mad at you I was done I was just pissed and I was like I knew that would piss you off to be honest like I knew it would and that's why I did it so sorry but I mean I don't know if I'm supposed to, I don't know if I'm supposed to apologize for that <laughs> so do you think that you should follow your ex on social media do you think some people can do it in a healthy way is it possible yeah for sure I think it's I think it all depends on the relationship. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. first of all, I think when you when you say, like, can you do it with your ex? I think that is too big of a blanket because everyone considers, quote, unquote, their exes to be something totally different. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you could have dated someone for three to six months and like not have been, like, super deep or whatever, and you guys are still friends. Or maybe it was a long-term relationship that, you know, ended for reasons that weren't necessarily the end of the world and you can retain a friendship or maybe you're just like okay we don't really talk talk but it wouldn't feel right you know not Mm -hmm. following or or whatever it may be so I think I think there are instances like that where like from their perspective they were to explain you could be like okay I could see that but Mm -hmm. if you like turn it to you know relationships that didn't didn't end in a healthy manner or went through some shit or you know had heartbreaks or whatever it may be i then nah, i don't think so me not shit not me <laughs> i'm not saying i'm not saying <laughs> yeah. they can't but i know i can't well now that i'm older yeah no you are different because i have tried to get you to follow me on social media multiple times he just refuses to do it <laughs> he will not follow me on instagram he refuses i don't even post there hardly um i got him to be my friend on snapchat multiple times <laughs> when we fight we just don't have i'm fucking dead <laughs> <laughs> but uh as it currently stands we are not we are not friends on social media <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally anyone um, you're not even a, you're not even a facebook not. friend not even a facebook friend but you're still friends with my family i'm still friends with your family like we 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 have roundabout ways <laughs> we, we, he has my phone number that's how we stay in contact oh okay? i have your phone number <laughs> i have his phone number too <laughs> Um, but yeah, social media is, it's just overall, it's an interesting beast, but yeah, I think it's to each their own. It depends. It's really case by case. Really How would you describe where we are currently at? You and I? Mm-hmm. Damn. I wish I knew. To be honest, if I'm just speaking to you, not to the podcast, I don't know. Like, I mm-hmm. did ask, don't know. Yeah. Um, do you, I mean, do you want to talk about like the Chicago trip or like yeah. my family, my family's well aware. They, they, oh they, really? They, Let me hear about that because you didn't tell them. They've dropped multiple hands. No hell no, I didn't tell them. Oh, you still didn't tell them? You just let them put the pieces together? My family is I shouldn't say my whole family. My grandmother and my mother are literally Sherlock <laughs> Holmes and <laughs> they, I think I still have your grandma on Snapchat. I bet you do. And <laughs> I don't know, like they they made it clear to me before I even got back to Mankato that they knew. <laughs> they're like oh there was a cool picture at the bean who took it oh. i mean and it didn't help that you fucking posted a picture at the bean <laughs> but i will say so honestly what kind of like gave them i mean realistically they would have known and found out or however you want to word it anyways but my parents came to mankato that weekend and oh, so, while you were yeah while i was in chicago and oh. so 
they came up and they were expecting to see me and stuff. And I remember before they left, I was on the phone with my dad. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I won't be there. And he's like, what? Where are you going? And I was like, oh, I'm going to Chicago. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, Chicago? He's like, what are you going to Chicago for? And then I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to get some business concepts. Like, I just want to, you know, travel and I'm trying to. Which was I'm, not a full right. Day. I'm trying to, you know, get ready for when I go open my own restaurant in Austin, like to have a lot more than just my experience in Mankato. I want to truly go see more. And he was like, oh, that's dope. Like, I'm glad you're doing that, whatever. He's like, you know who in Chicago, right? And I'm like, and I'm like yeah, who? I'm like, yes, dad. I'm like, yes, dad, I know who's in Chicago. He's like, you want to see her while you're out there? And, and I was like, nah, nah, I don't plan to. And he's like, oh, nope. like, oh, all right, well, enjoy your time. So you lied like, oh. to your own dad. I Yeah, I mean, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, you know, have a good time out there. And I'm sure he told my mom. My mom probably knew right away. Like, she's like I'm not buying that bullshit. <laughs> and then, um, like I said, before I even got back to Mankato, I get a text from my mom. And I was like, oh, I saw your picture at the Bean. Like, who took it? And I was like, all right. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I was, I was like a stranger. And then all she responded back was, hmm. <laughs> and then I came back I'm like, all right, I'm not about to have this conversation with you. And then I came back literally for Christmas. So this is however many months after, eight months after, I just came back for Christmas. And my grandma's like, oh, how's your Chicago trip? I saw you at the bean. And I was like, okay. Okay, mama, like, calm down. I don't. I was like, we're not doing that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. My. Pa- I again. I'm an open book. I be talking, so my oh, parents know every single time I, I talk to you. Again. <laughs> 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 like they know. Oh, Isaiah's coming to visit. <laughs> they know. They know. <laughs> we don't know. They don't know. Nobody knows. Right. Um. That's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to get into all the details. There's this journey has been up and down a roller coaster like so many times like that's why when we say we don't know where we're at we literally don't all i can say is i'm just really thankful for you especially recently like i know i do understand how much you do care about me and like you when you say that you're always there for me you mean it mm-hmm. um and i think that's that's really all that i care about i guess right now and then i'm just happy that we're at a on a good page because yeah. we've been through a lot yeah. <laughs> i definitely would not i would not be okay like knowing the role that you played in my life and like all that we've been through and like just like I said the role that you played in my individual personal life like aside from us as a couple like just you to me I would not have been okay like if we were at a stage like to where it's like okay we're never gonna speak again and it's gonna be based off like bad terms and like I don't think that either one of us are like ever gonna you know wish poorly on someone but if we were to ever be in like a position to where like we're just nope we don't fuck with each other whatever this is like not that i personally would not be all right with that because of like i said the role that you played in my life i agree i agree and that's why i'm just really 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 thankful one that you came on here and you had this conversation because this was i feel better now wow i was so nervous i know you were nervous (laughs) it was really uncomfortable but like it was also really fun like going back and thinking through some of the memories <laughs> so, yeah. and it was just like oh wow like I forgot about that or like it's just really cool to hear your perspective on things like now that we're so much more removed from the situation emotions aren't as high like when we think about it that was a long time ago it was, was like we're 20 I keep saying we I'm 26 but when we met we were 18 yeah, like oh my god St. Cloud feels like oh, forever ago to me like that ass me too that's in my far past man i don't even look at that place anymore i don't i don't claim them do you think 
Can you be friends with your ex? Would you consider us friends? I don't think we are friends. Like, I don't, I'm gonna be real. I don't think we're friends because friends follow each other on social media. We're not there. No, I can't be your friend. I'm just playing. Or friends, playing you know what I mean. Like, we're you. not friends. We're more than friends, but we're not like, okay, hold on. Let me clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, saying your friend feels like an injustice to our relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm downplaying it. Like, calling you a friend. You are a friend, obviously. But like you're you're just you're somewhere in between something, yeah. a person that I value very much. Yeah. But yeah. Um. I mean, I guess so. To answer your last question, are we friends? I would say no. We're not friends. Um. Yeah. We're not. I I would agree with what you said. Um. But your first question: Can you be friends with your ex? Um. In my honest opinion, I would say that if you at any point were in love with that person, you can't be their friend. At least not their forever friend, not their ongoing friend. Because I just feel like. I'm putting myself in, you know, a position of being in another relationship. Like, I, my woman, my wife, my whoever can't still be in contact with someone who they were in love with. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. now, it you can have a long-lasting relationship. You can have a serious relationship. You can, you know, have whatever and still be friends, I, I would say. But I think if you're, like, if you went through what we went through and, like, felt the way that we felt about each other, then I don't. I don't see how you can be friends forever, I guess. But again, like you said, it's like, it's one of those things where it's friends not the right word. I don't even know the word for it. Like, cause see, like said, like, there's no word for it. If, if you were to call, I would, I would, I'm not going to call you an acquaintance. Right. That's, that wouldn't, that would be so insulting. Right. And like, it's just one of those things where if you have, you know, healed, if you've, moved past whatever the issues are if you've communicated things if you've gotten to like a good place individually and both you know as a relationship i guess to call it um the collective um you would just you would do anything for each other you would mm -hmm. still wish them great things like all, so you know what i mean so it's like it's a weird gray area where it's like okay we're not necessarily friends we're not romantic but like you still have all that value you all have all that passion whatever it may be for that person like i don't know but again, just like the whole kind of going back to like the following people, like the whole blanket statement of just your ex. And I think it's possible depending on what your relationship entailed. But if it was like anything like ours, hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went through it. <laughs> um, but hey, there's proof that you can have a healthy relationship with that person afterwards. It just takes time. It just takes it. time, space and growth honestly because that's all we need we just need to grow individually and it's easier said than done because in the moment like you're not worried about none of that shit you're hurting you're mad you're whatever you know what i mean so yeah. it's like it's yeah. easy for you know someone to give the advice of like you know just give it time like someday you yeah. guys are gonna oh, get yeah. it you can't even see that far ahead you're like nah fuck that like you know what i mean so it's definitely easier yeah, said no. than done but it, like you said here's proof proof if you could have done anything differently what would you do and why Damn, you gonna make me just pick one? Um, or you can list them. If you we ain't got time for we ain't got time for all that. I've I've had time for lots of reflection. I will say, I'll give you, I'll give you something from Saint Cloud and something from Mankato. So, okay, at, at Saint Cloud, something that I wish I would have done was um, just like be way, way, way less stubborn like i'm already a stubborn person but because i was young and because you know i felt so strongly about you and 
we hadn't developed any sort of you know communication skills or like fully understand the other person like the way we do now um a lot of those issues were just for me being stubborn you know what i mean like even if it wasn't what caused the issue it's definitely what added fuel to the flame and definitely draw drew a lot of things longer than they needed to go simply because i'm being stubborn or hard-headed however you want to put it um and just like it was an immaturity thing you know like just not being able to remove yourself from those current emotions you're having and just like think of things um from a different lens and then in mankato one thing that i wish i would have done differently is learned how to um communicate better and healthier um because i know that was like the biggest thing for us was communication considering we literally didn't know we were going to see each other i was on the football team and you were a cheerleader and then i went straight into track and we're traveling all the time and it was like if we're not communicating effectively and efficiently and healthy what is it you know what i mean that was all of our relationship yeah. was and, and what yeah. and what the five times you came to mankato or 10 times or whatever it may have been and i think i came to st cloud like mm -hmm. twice maybe three times and that's a big deal when you're with someone for that long and feel so strongly and also like mm -hmm. worried about the future and what's going to come and not knowing if you can't even communicate then it's like that's it you know exactly yeah i think that's what i would change too is if i went back i couldn't change it because i didn't know what i know now right, but right. if i i wish i would have had better communication skills because i just think so much could have got resolved um not to say that the end result wouldn't have been what it was but i do think that it would have been a better process <laughs> i don't think we would have went through as much as we would have and i think it would have been a lot easier um, I just really wish I wouldn't have, uh, I don't know. I just wish I would have tried to understand where you're coming from more. And I feel like I did, but I didn't do it enough. I mean, I think we had to go through what we had to go through for a reason. So right. what is next for Mr. Isaiah Pitchford? What's, what's in your future? Only time will tell. Um, Ooh, suspicious. No, I mean, I have 10 months left in Mankato. Who's counting? Uh, literally me. I'm, what I'm, is it, October 17th? I'm staring at a countdown on my whiteboard, actually. Um, I have been in Mankato for way too long. I've been here since 2016. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. And like, I was just talking to my parents about this this past weekend. Since I graduated high school, I've been living in a college town. I'm 25 years old right now and out of college. And like, it's just like, it's, I'm over it, you know? And it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely hard because I'm in a, you know, a good situation um in terms right. of work but there's just so much more to it um overall happiness and like just things to do and weather i hate midwest weather so i'll be moving to austin um october 17th and the reason why it's october 17th is october 8th is the four-year anniversary of the 507 um so i think that's a perfect time for my outro and for me to say mm -hmm. farewell which is going to be very hard um like we talked about you built that <laughs> yeah literally it's gonna be very hard to not only leave but you know look back or whatever um but you know it shaped my my professional career and has allowed me to really enjoy what i do and figure out what that is and how to do it and um where i want to go from there i guess and so i'll move to austin um like we talked about before i own a supplement company called body art 
Um, so my focus will be when I move to Austin. I'll have obviously a lot saved up, um, but then I want to kind of grab, you know, maybe one or two bartending jobs um, to kind of get a feel for the clientele in the area and get a feel for what, mm-hmm. what works. Because I have my concept in my head right now. I got all my notes and whatnot, but you know, once you get down there, things could change. So I want to feel it out, see what it's really like down there. Um, and while I'm doing that, I'll be scaling body art and trying to, you know, get into new markets and whatnot. And then once I want to give myself six to nine months, um, once I get to the point where I feel comfortable as Austin will be the place that I want to be long term, then I'll get rolling on opening up my own spot. Mm so exciting well i'm excited to see how that goes for you i really know you're going to be successful like i truly believe that you have such a strong work drive and like a work ethic so i know anything is possible and then what's next for me that's still up in the air um my lease is up in september um i kind of said that on my what i was like what do you mean it's up in there they gotta have some sort of a plan oh oh Um, My lease is up in September, and I like Chicago. Don't know if I like it enough to stay. I have friends here. Um, I like like the life that I'm building here, but it's dangerous. It's dangerous, and it's expensive, and I don't know. It's just, I like it, but I don't know if I like it enough to stay here forever. I don't really want to move back to Minnesota. I love my family. My best friend's moving back there um, with my goddaughter. So, like, there's lots of reasons to move back, but that just doesn't feel right. Um, before, okay, before people start jumping to conclusions, I had wanted to move to, no, I want this known because I wanted to move to Austin way before Isaiah said he wanted to move to Austin. Mm. So I just want this on what record. A <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's text message proof of this. Uh, so stop uh, because I have family uh, there. I have family there. And crazy. I had, that had always been an option for me so that honestly was before he even said anything (laughs) so that's another contender but like i i don't know i don't know i don't know things are really up in the air but i do need to figure it out (laughs) something i should probably come up with a plan some things don't change (laughs) what do you mean what do you mean (laughs) it's just funny to me because that's just like very much of like who I remember of you and it's not a bad thing at all it's like you just you just want to be sure you know what I mean like you don't you're, you're you don't jump you're not you're not the person to that's to come up with something and be like yep that's what I'm gonna do and then you just do that you know what I mean you are you're cautious you you plan it out some of it's probably second guessing some of it's probably unsure and it's just funny to hear because like it's like taking me back i'm like damn like yeah this is yeah this doesn't surprise me at all to be honest and again it's not like a bad thing because it's not like it's not like you're sitting on the couch doing nothing you're like oh i don't know maybe i will get a job like you're on your shit but it's like that next that next chapter is just kind of like you know i have few different options and i'm not really sure which one it's going to be yet you know i'm in a really lucky position where i'm not tied down anywhere like i'm I don't have a relationship. I don't have any kids. I don't have, like, I don't have anything restricting me from leaving. And so that's why I just, when I take this move, because moving states is not easy. (laughs) Um, So I just want to be sure that I'm going to be happy and it's going to be, it's going to be right for me and what's next for me in life and whatever is coming up. I just want to be really, yeah, I just want to be really sure. (laughs) And And it'd be by myself. So it just, this one's even more scary, I think. But thank you again for coming on. You have no idea how much I appreciate this. And I know it wasn't easy for you. So 
Thank you so much. Before I let you go, plug your social media if you would like. Okay. Even though I'm not allowed to follow him, you guys can. Oh, I mean, you're allowed to. You just might not get that follow back. Oh, no. <laughs> so rude. Um, okay, what is your, what's the account? Um, body art nutrition underscore. That is the Instagram account for um, body art. We are a supplement company. It was founded by my strength and conditioning coach at Minnesota State Mankato. Um, he was selling just protein. Um, I took it over and we have protein. Um, I have pre-workout in the in production right now. And so that should be done um, hopefully in two months. And if you care to follow the 507, it's in Mankato. But if you're, if you're ever in the area, you can know you can stop by the patio bar. We do lots of um, fun events, lots of great specials, good food, um, live music, DJs, all that kind of stuff. Um, it will be underscore the five O, the letter O seven. Well, you did it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us. Same. We did it. Yay! That went smoother than I thought it was going to. Good. Yay. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that this was interesting. I don't care if nobody listens to it. For me, it was therapeutic. <laughs> and obviously, not a lot of people have this relationship where they can bring their ex on and talk for two hours and dig into all, <laughs> all the stuff that we went through together. But I'm so happy that you did it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was definitely interesting, but I'm glad we did it. Yes. Okay. Bye y'all. All right, y'all. It is that dreaded time. It is time that we part ways and you wait a whole week to hear another episode. <laughs> you don't gotta go home, but you gotta get the H-E double hockey sticks out of here. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, y'all. I really appreciate you. Please make sure you are either liking, subscribing, sharing if you a real one, this podcast so we can continue to grow. And if you're not already and you want to, you can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Leona Hauser. And if you don't know how to spell it, it is L-E-A-U-N-A-H-A-U-S-E-R. Alrighty, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next Sunday for another episode of The Butterfly Effect Podcast. Bye!